0: Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. All right, welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. We are back with Session 2 of this 12-part series of talks I call Theology of Work 101. This 12-episode series, it's a concise teaching that will introduce you to the theology of work and help you recover the dignity and mission of vocation. The series is derived from my book titled Managing Your Metron, Practical Theology of Work, Mission, and Meaning. Welcome to Session 2. Hope you enjoy it. Stick with it all and you'll really benefit. talking about the original design it says the Lord God planted a garden toward the east in Eden, where he placed the man who he had formed. That's Genesis two, eight. There was a lot going on here in the garden, but it, for, for our purposes, it models the way forward. It models what we're to be about in our lives, what our purpose is to be about. They were an example, Adam and Eve were an example to us of what kingdom living was all about, what it should look like. That's part of the story we're going to unpack here. So what were they doing in the garden? They were managing creation, but they were also managing a supernatural relationship with God. God would come down and walk with them. It says daily in the cool of the day, commune with God. It was a place of unbroken, unhindered relationship. And as they managed that upward relationship with God properly, they were then able to manage outward into creation laterally. So they were spiritual and natural stewards. That's what was going on in the environment of the garden and in early creation. A unique aspect of Adam and Eve's role in creation was that they were designed to manage vertical relationship and to manage horizontal relationship with the rest of creation. We still have that same commission today. So it was holistic. What was going on in the garden was a holistic example of God's design of his original operating system. It was integrated. Everything is spiritual because the supernatural, our supernatural God, his presence, the realities of heaven are integrated into God's system. That was by his original design. Now sin obviously has played a role and the fall of man, Uh, the will and vision and goals of the enemy have worked hard to break this system, to separate out things into natural things and spiritual things rather than understanding reality as an integrated whole or an integrated system. If we're gonna recover the dignity and mission of vocation, of work and meaning and purpose in life, we have to reintegrate. We have to bring these things back together into an integrated, holistic, naturally supernatural understanding of everything. So, what were Adam and Eve actually supposed to do? So in Genesis 2.15 it says, Then the Lord God took the man, put him into the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and to keep it. That word cultivate comes from the ancient Hebrew word Abad or Abad. There's a few different spellings of it. And the word Abad in the Hebrew text meant the work of cultivation. So Adam and Eve were given an original commission, a mandate to work. Key point, work was ordained before the fall. It's not a result of the fall. Many of us go through life thinking of work as a curse, thinking of it as a burden, thinking of it as an imposition or a punishment. What did I do to deserve this? I hate my job. I hate working. We've, we've lost the dignity and the purpose of vocation and God's original design, how his original system was constructed and built. And work was ordained by God And it was given as mankind's purpose before the fall. So as soon as Adam and Eve are brought to life by God, they're handed a job description, they're handed a role, they're handed a scope of work and they're, they're on the clock. God says, okay, you're here. This is great. This is wonderful. I love it all. Let's steward it. Let's management, let's cultivate it. But there's deeper layers to this There's deeper things going on in this garden model. Let's keep looking at this in the context of theology of work. So how is work spiritual? It's spiritual because well, for one thing, God ordained it and God designed it. It's part of his character and nature. God works. It says he worked (laughs) in the Bible all throughout the Bible. He's described as the builder of all things, the master craftsman, all these things, but work is designed to be a form of worship done unto the Lord as worship obedience work is obedience. Any form of obedience is worship. It's spiritual. It's connected. It's multidimensional yet integrated into who we are and what we do in our lives. So Genesis two fifteen, when he tells Adam and Eve to cultivate it and keep it that work cultivate the word cultivate, It means work, but there's a deeper layer of meaning in that translation as well. It means worship. So the word abad not only meant the work of cultivation, but in the original English language word cultivate, we see that that word has descended from the Latin word cultus. Cultus means worship. And we also get a word cult from the word cultus. we will dive into that a little bit more as we go forward, but just to give you the understanding that work is inherently spiritual. It's inherently a form of worship and God was commanding them to cultivate, to do their work in a worshipful way. And as worship, we don't do work so that we can do something else that's spiritual. We do work because it is spiritual. It is obedience. It is carrying out our part in the original commission and design that God gave. So Adam and Eve were commissioned to cultivate and work as worship. That's what they were doing in the garden. And to this day, that's what we're about. God blessed them, said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Genesis 128. God has given you not only permission, but a commission to work. This is important to get. God wants you to work. God doesn't see your work as being something that's in the way of doing something for him. It's not something that's unspiritual. That's getting in the way of doing spiritual things in your life. He has given you permission and a commission to work. So you are commissioned. You are put into this life to work, to have vocation, to have calling. And when I'm talking about work in this teaching, we're not talking about what I do necessarily just to get paid. That is a part of your work scope. But if you're a single mom with one child and you're working 22 hours a day, taking care of that child, that is your vocation. That is your calling. That is your work. And these principles and this teaching and this commission that God gave applies just as much to a single mom, Who might be technically unemployed as it would to a ceo or a president of a country all the principles are universal so what does a commission impart it's a formal choosing for a role that gives you identity authorization to carry out a role that gives you authority empowerment to perform or carry out a role so it gives you power it gives you ability these are the things that god gave you So that you have the tools and the understanding to obey and do what he said to do to carry out your part in the original commission. You have identity, you have authority and ability through this commission. Here's a curious part. I had not come across this scripture, at least not really seen the depths of it until I really put this book together. And it really stuck out to me. So I want to share this with you. Creation is waiting for you. We often wonder, why are things the way they are? Why is this place a mess? Why is that environment ruined? Why does this not work over here? Part of this is actually by God's design. Look at this scripture in Genesis 2, 5. It says, now no shrub of the field was yet in the earth, and no plant of the field had yet sprouted. For the Lord God had not sent rain upon the earth, and there was no man to cultivate the ground. So part of what God was doing is he was waiting for man to cultivate the ground. The earth needs you. Creation needs you. It needs you to work. And it's a curious equation. Creation was designed to require mankind to fulfill a co-laboring role with God. Mankind would work and God would send the rain. Then the earth would bloom. It was a bit of an equation. You work, God sends the resources, the rain, and the earth then produces productivity. It produces return. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And we see it here in scripture. So your work is actually vital to the flourishing, not only of mankind, but to creation in general, to the world around you, to your culture, all of it requires your involvement and a lot of things don't get done because it's waiting on us by God's design. So we have to work for creation to work. This is the original design. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.